Hello, everyone. Welcome back, and thank you for joining us on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast, where every week, Jeff Glover and his coaches will dive into deep questions that you are asking. They understand the challenges you are facing on a day-to-day basis and still work every day on the front lines of real estate, with Jeff and his team closing over 1,000 homes per year. In today's episode, we're joined by Ken Posick to talk about how he grew his real estate business with YouTube videos. Ken dives into the key pieces of a successful YouTube strategy, how to build your channel, and create massive value through video content. Now, let's hear from Jeff and Ken. Ken? What's up, man? Well, I want to start, if it's all right with you, because a lot of people in the audience don't know. Um, tell us a little bit about when you got started in the business in Detroit. This is when we, we met, um, like I said, probably 15 years ago or so. Yeah. Um, give us a little bit of the background of kind of what you got started in and what you were doing in Detroit, and then we'll get into how you made the decision to pack up your family and move, move, move down here, and, and we'll go into now what you're doing, because I know a lot of people want to hear hear the, the, the techniques you're using specifically as it relates to YouTube. Yeah. So let's first take it from the beginning. Talk to us about your early days of your real estate career. So right out of high school, I started buying houses. Remember like 03, like anybody could buy a house? Like mm-hmm. you could, anybody could get a mortgage? Well, not, not here, but in Detroit, houses, for those of you that don't know that, uh, and I guess Orlando too was hit pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. In Detroit, homes were selling for like a buck 40. And when I say a buck 40, I'm talking like a dollar 40, <laughs> like one period four zero. Yeah. And I mean, some of them, they were just giving them away if you'd yeah. cover the taxes. So you got into real estate investing. Yeah, I did. Got it. And so uh, did well you know, right before the crash. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we flipped like 13 homes, two commercial buildings, like things were going well. And then the market everywhere just yep. got decimated. That's right. So I was like, in 08, I'm going to just, hey, why not go into real estate? Now it's a great time. Perfect time, great to, great do time to do it. Yeah, I love exactly. it. So uh, I joined Coldwell Banker. Lloyd recruited me somewhere. And he was yeah, like, oh, you got to meet this guy. Yeah, there he is. You're like, you got to meet this guy, Jeff Glover. He's amazing on the phones and this and that. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm yeah. going to try to go somewhere else. But anyways. That wasn't really your style. It wasn't my style. Yeah. Right. So we, we built a business. It was like sphere, farming, mm-hmm. old school, open house kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Um, we had a really profitable business. We did about 40 million in sales mm-hmm. in 2016, and my wife and I looked at each other and we said, we're always in Florida. The goal is always to get to Florida. Yep. Why don't we just start over and mm-hmm. try it again? Yep. So that was what we did. And in 2017, you moved down here then? Yeah, late, late, late 16, early 17. Yeah. Got it. And so you packed up entire family yep. and you picked Orlando. Why'd you pick Orlando? We were, it was either Orlando or Naples for us. Like we were always in Orlando for Disney, but then looking at the growth that's happening here, there's a lot of companies relocating their people here. And it yeah. was, there was really no like massively dominant agents. And I was yeah. like, I feel like there's so many agents, but nobody killing it. I could yeah. go take market share. I'm, you know, yeah. Detroit hustle kind of thing, yeah. right? Why not? Yeah. And you, uh, you yeah. knew, I'll never forget that conversation. And what I heard in that is it's very similar to what it relates to what Jeff Henderson was talking about. You knew that you had a better chance of being known for something here because yeah. there wasn't a lot of agents that were really known for anything, right? Yeah, you got it right. Got it. So you, you did your research and you picked Orlando and you started, when did you first start, like your first listing appointment in Orlando, when was it? Uh, probably February of 17. February 17th, yeah. got it. Okay. How'd it go, by the way? 
I got it. You got the listing? Yeah, for All sure. Right, cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, Ken is, is a sharp individual. He, he knows his scripts inside and out. And I know in the beginning he said, yeah, you know, the phone prospecting isn't really my thing. But my understanding is you absolutely nail it on a listing appointment and you nail it on a buyer consultation sure. because of your knowledge of the scripts. That's right, and, yeah. And the time you spent perfecting your craft. Yeah, we're still super scripted. And I, I definitely, we still role play. We still go through all that stuff. So, yeah, uh, yeah things... For us, we leveraged kind of like our history of what we were doing. And I was yep. like, I've been in the business for eight years. It didn't matter that I had just moved to Orlando. Yep. They didn't know any difference. And so using those same exact scripts, they work everywhere. It's yeah. like they work in Detroit, they work in Orlando, and yep. wherever else you're from. Awesome. So at what point in time in your business did you make the decision to really double down on video? Well, first, how did you, well, let's start with this. How did you discover or, or come up with the, the fact that video was going to kind of be your thing. I'm guessing it probably happened organically. Was it intentional? Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, so it was uh, 17, and I was like, I, I had built a big, a decent business, and I had some money set aside. And I was like, you know what? I want to hurry up and get back to the production I was doing in Detroit here. So I got radio ads and Zillow and all the, the I spent a ton of money without a lot of results. Yep. So I'm burning through cash, and I'm like, there has to be some other way that I can go back and do this a little bit on the cheap. Interesting. Yeah. So when you first broke into Orlando, if you will, you used a lot of what you observed was working in Detroit, right. and it was obviously extremely expensive mm -hmm. and wasn't giving you immediate results. Correct, yeah. So then how did you, you know, I, I'm sure there were, there, there had to have been days where you're questioning like, man, did we make the right decision here? Yeah. I mean, what, t talk us through that process. Yeah, it was easily the first couple of years we were trying to like, this is for us, did I make a mistake? You know, the research said it would be good, but it's not really working out the way I was. Yeah, but then, or I'm not getting the results that I'm hearing the other guys are getting. That's right, yeah, yeah, that's right. And so I really had to go back and say like, Emma, is this me? Is this the model that I really want to go after anyways? And so a friend of mine in Jacksonville was like, hey, I'm building this YouTube channel. I've been doing these builder models, just walkthroughs and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And um, it goes okay. Like every once in a while, people call me. And I yeah. was like, huh, and so what does that cost you? He's like, I do it all on my computer, it's free. Yeah. Cool, so I was like, I need to get to know the market anyways. I wanna become an expert, so when I go on a listing presentation, I can yeah. say about all of the sales, all of the builder models, all that. Yeah. So I'm just gonna film my process while I'm here. And I did that for, I did 100 videos in 100 days mm -hmm. and just uploaded them on YouTube, not really knowing what would happen. And then by uh, video 80, I got a call. And they got like, we want to build a house. It's $800,000 home. So you, you, you were, you were seven, video number 79, and you're like, oh, I got to keep going through with this, right? Yeah. You hadn't had any results with it. Yeah. And it was number 80 that you got your first call. Correct. Yeah. And yeah. so to me, it felt like something to figure out. Like, I love that process of, like, digging in. Like, there's something here. I know there's something here. Other people are successful. Yeah. I just have to keep going until I figure it out. And so I just knew that time on task. I'd get better, yeah. and so I just kept rolling on it. So when you first did video, you know, some people might hear 100 videos in 100 days. I mean, are we talking like selfie videos? Did you have someone follow you, or what did, what did that look like? It was literally just my cell phone and a gimbal, like a DJI yep. Osmo gimbal, and yep. then at night I would edit it on iMovie. It was all completely free. Yep, so little gimbal or like, you know, selfie stick, but a nice one that kind of balances the camera yeah. type of thing, right? And you were doing the own, your own editing at night, you know. So if, let's just say, first of all, what was the average length of your video back then? Uh, three to four minutes. Three to four minutes, got it. And what t give us examples of what types of things you video take. Like, how did you decide, oh, that's gonna be something good to capture. I, I'm gonna capture that, right? How did you come up with that? So, uh, so eventually, in that hundred, I did a video on like the top 10 things people don't know about Celebration Florida, which is like a town Disney built, and I'm like, it's gonna have decent eyeballs. And it went like 10, 20,000 views like in a week. Yep. Like, oh, I, I'm onto something. And then we started getting a ton of calls from that video. Yeah. So I'm like, I've been doing it wrong the whole time. Yeah. And so 
uh, I need to start shooting more content that people care about. How did people find that video? Meaning, if again, if I'm in the audience, I haven't done a ton of video, and we're going to hear over the next you know three and a half days, you're going to hear us talk about short, short form, long form, reels, stories, all of that. Um, what was it? What was it about that video that got the exposure? Like, how did the ten thousand people find it? It was a hundred percent organic. So it was like, you know, YouTube is owned by Google, and so if somebody's typing, they're thinking about moving to Detroit or moving to Dallas, they're going to go to Google and look at like moving to or best neighborhoods in or living in your town, mm -hmm. and so that just organically got picked up by people looking for things in celebration. Got it. So it actually had a little bit to do with the title and probably the description. Yeah, and so that that's really where we're at now. So that was in like. Mid 17, we started YouTube, and now we're, we've got it dialed into a science. So, yep. really about the title, the descriptions, the thumbnails, yeah. all that kind and of stuff. And we'll get into that in just a minute because I promised a lot of our audience members when we were doing half day sessions, mm -hmm. hey, when we have Ken up there, we're going to talk about the how because yeah. everyone knows if, if, they're, if they know of you, they know that you've had very recent and some might even say like quick success with YouTube, although you'd argue you've been working at it for a while. Yeah. Um, and, and instead of just hearing about the success, I want to know how you had the success, sure. right? So, we'll Let's start. Let's let's keep talking back in you know, 2018 or whatever when you started on this journey with video. Mm -hmm. You're you're taking your gimbal around and you made the commitment to do 100 videos in 100 days. You did the one on 10 things you wouldn't know about celebration. Give us some other examples of, of videos you did in the, those 100. Because I'm sure some of them were flops, right? Yeah. Oh, there's tons. Even today, you know, I'm, I'm constantly looking at you know rankings and that kind of thing. Some of them I don't knock out everyone out of yeah. the park. But if I can get four out of five to do yep. well, then I'm happy. Mm -hmm. uh, so at the time, it was like, okay, I, I'm onto something. I still don't understand why. And yep. so I started using YouTube University, which is just YouTube, right? Yep. Figuring out YouTube algorithms, why things work, why things show up in search, why other ones don't. I mean, you can create the most amazing video tour of a home and not get found. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Yep. And so we just kind of became a student of it. And I just committed to, okay, now I'm not going to do one every day because yep. I need to make them a little bit better quality. Yeah, you got to put more time into it. Yeah, right? yeah. Right. So then we dropped down to one a week, uh, and I haven't missed in years now. Yeah. It's interesting you say that because on a, the tours I've been doing, I've been challenging audiences, which some of you have been in, this in these tours, to do one video a week, and, and you can do them on different platforms. It doesn't always have to be YouTube, which of course we'll be talking about that over the next few days. But I wanna hear more about the 100 videos, right? What, what were some other examples? So if I'm in the audience, I'm saying, okay, I would consider this video thing. I could be convinced on it. Give me some actual ideas of things that I should be videoing. Right. So you've given us a couple. Keep, let's keep going on that. Yeah. So in those first hundred, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't replicate those at all. So <laughs> I would, the next hundred we started getting in. And so it was really like anything that, if you, if you, so a buyer calls your team and yep. they're looking at, they're like, hey, we just got this new job with GM and we're relocating to the area. What are some questions that they ask? Mm -hmm. It's like, they want to know about the schools. They want to yep. know about neighborhoods. Are yep. there new construction options or no? Yep. Um, what are some towns that are safe or not safe? Or what are great dining options, right? Mm -hmm. So start shooting videos around that because that's what people really care about. And yep. so the next hundred videos that we did were all around those kind of topics. We knew we couldn't probably rank, or I knew I couldn't really rank for like moving to Orlando because it's like a really, it's a big topic. Like, yeah. I mean, there's a lot other content fighting for A lot for of that competition, keyword. that's right. Yeah. And so I started, when I, after that first hundred, we started doing videos of like moving to Windermere and Winter Garden and Kissimmee yeah. and all the areas around Orlando until yeah. I had authority with Google. With Google yep. And then we started hitting some of those big keywords. Got it. So you actually didn't play in the, in the big boy space. You, you went for the small stuff in Correct. the specific neighborhoods, right? Yeah, because even if you don't get 10,000 views, but you got 
300, mm -hmm. and 100 of those people are actually looking to move over the next year. Who cares? Who cares, yeah, right? because it's so, a high-quality content. Correct. Because the more specific, you could probably argue, the more specific it is, the higher the quality of the prospect it you is, right? It. Yep. Because they're searching for a specific neighborhood or a specific school district or yeah, whatever. Exactly. So um, let, let's stay on the topic just for a few minutes on themes that you're using, right? So um, uh, things that people want to know, you know, about the schools, about, about the community, about the walkability, about, about the restaurants. What else? What are some other, when you think about your most successful videos that you've shot and the most views that you've got, what was the theme of those? I mean, the most successful one, I filmed Shaq's house, which was a fun, fun. we got almost a million views on that one so far. I'm sure. And uh, that one was really just me prospecting the listing agent and saying, hey, it's not selling. Can I bring my videographer out and just do a normal tour like we do on a house? Yep. Um, but we knew how to use the keywords and the thumbnails and all this yes. other stuff, and it got, you know, took off. Yep. Did, did I sell it? No, no, but I had multiple NBA players reach out, and we did like 10 million in, in business from that one video that specifically mentioned, we found that Shaq video, you obviously know that market, we wanna work with you. Yeah. And so I think that's what a lot of people need to realize on the YouTube stuff is like, you gotta figure out who's your ideal buyer or seller. Yep. Yep. and then go shoot content for them. Yeah. So is it the, the, the person with kids moving to the area that wants this general area? Great, you shoot content around that. Yep. And now all of a sudden you're working with more people that are your ideal clients. Yeah, so you actually reached out to the listing agent and said, hey, I, I, think I, could, I think I could shoot this, and hey, it's your listing, I'll give you credit for the listing, or you'll do the minimum required in the comments or yep. whatever, um, but I really would like to, to display this, and maybe I can help generate a buyer, and we can sell it, and we can co-op, and yeah. most agents, of course, not all agents, but most agents will say, sure, have at it, do what you want, right? Yeah. And that was the case in this situation. That's right, yeah, and so beyond that, okay, other videos to shoot, so it's best places to live in your hometown, yep. mm -hmm. it's top five reasons why to move here, yep. top three reasons, or and none of these numbers so are- top five reasons to move to blank city, top Correct. five, top three reasons to, to, to move, um, you know, in, into this neighborhood or whatever, yeah, right? exactly. Uh, things to avoid when moving to X, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, just kind of things that are going to be clicky, that people are going to yep. be searching for, yep. that you yep. can show up. Things to avoid. Uh, anything that has almost like a, um, yeah, d five mistakes you could make by doing this, yes, right? Any, exactly. any, t any type of... Uh, almost like a negative title actually gets more attention. That's right, yeah. And so you don't want it to be clickbait, right? You want to give them some reasons why not to, right? Yep. So we did one, you know, top five reasons not to move to Orlando. And I very quickly went through the top five and yeah. I was like, but here's reasons why you actually want to. Yes. And then that was really the length of the video. Right, yep, that's smart. That's real smart. Uh, that's called a hook, by the way. There you go, yeah. So, um, when you look at now, let's fast forward to more recent, right? You've had all this trial and error and you did the 100 and then you did another 100 and of course one a week is now what you're averaging. Mm -hmm. What would you share in terms of, all right guys, if, if you're looking to get into video and you're looking to take your business to the next level with video, mm -hmm. where should they start? Mm -hmm. So I think, I think understanding who that ideal person is and then just being massively committed to it long-term. So for those of you guys that are like farmers or even if you're calling expires or for sale buyers, it takes time to get your pipeline. It takes yep. time to get good, right? And so, so many folks will send out one postcard when they're farming or they'll do one video and then yeah. they quit. Yep. And so I bank on that at this point. Yep. Um, and so I would say if you're gonna do it, commit to it for like six to nine months before you really start to see any kind of results. Yep. What would you say to the agent that's afraid to get behind the camera? Mm. Because I find that's, by the way, 90% the of them. Yeah. Yep. yeah, by far. So what would you say to that agent? So I think that anything that you do more of, you're gonna get better of. And so yep. like, I remember the first time, there's a town in, called Northville, which is not too far from where we grew up. And 
Uh, I remember the first time I went on a listing presentation, I was like shaking, right? Mm -hmm. Because I didn't know the market as yep. well. I had you never I been was, there. You knew I was probably going on it too. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> shaking, yeah, I had to close them hard or he would. Uh, so, so yeah, so it was, I didn't know, but then the more you do, the better you get. Like the first open house you did, you weren't great. Yep. Right. You were awkward. People yeah. were like, you know, you're like sign in, and they're like, yeah. I don't want to sign in. You know, like, <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get out of here. So, but so the more you do, the better you get. And so I think you just got to commit to doing those long term and yeah. understand, like, you can't find my first 40 or 50 videos on my YouTube channel because they were so bad, I've hidden them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so that's the thing. Like, I wasn't good at this. And I was and gonna say, better. you're. I mean, you're you're very charismatic, and for as long as I can remember, you've been charismatic. But you're also pretty high analytical, right? Mm -hmm. You've always been kind of the high C yeah. on the disc profile. And of the four, the analytical and the amiable would probably, in my opinion, be the first to say, I'm not getting behind a camera, yeah. right? I, I might screw up. Uh, analyticals want to be perf perf perfectionists, yes. right? And so, yeah, I want to edit this thing and I'm going to reshoot it and reshoot it. So how did you get over that? Because you probably at some point in time had to come to this realization that, all right, it just doesn't, it doesn't have to be perfect, Ken. I just got to get it out there, yeah. right? Like, how did you overcome that? I think a big thing with YouTube is that you can always go back and edit out. Like, so now if I wouldn't, if I was going back, I would hire an editor. I wouldn't do it myself. Mm -hmm. And you can go to Upwork or so many other places and hire an editor for like 50 or 60 bucks mm -hmm. to edit a video. But they, they just, they can get through stuff so quick to get rid of your ums and your likes and just make you a little bit more polished. Yeah. And the realization that most people are drawn to authenticity yep. was like this big aha for me. Yeah. It, actually, the more perfect it is, the less people want to reach out. Boom. So if you are just more yourself and you're yep. just like, you know, making yep. fun of the process, yep. that's actually really cool. So that would be step number one. Two, that's I would- a great point, by the way. The more, the more perfect it is, the less likely they will be able to reach out, especially today, because people yep. want that authenticity. They do, they really do. So the second thing I would say is you've got so many opportunities on Instagram for stories and reels and all these things to where you just get on there and you're just, hey, like, hey, I'm here at this local restaurant and yep. we're, gonna, we're gonna try out this new whatever it is. Um, you can get better at it by using stories. Yep. And they're gone after 24 hours. Who cares? Yes. And yes. so that gives you more opportunity to practice. Yep. Yep. And so you would recommend if you're at a restaurant and you have a good experience, you know, check in or put yeah. something on your story. Of course, you yeah. could. Uh, when do you make the decision? And I know you've spent a lot of time on YouTube, so let, let's stick with that for a moment. But have you dabbled in the other stuff like, you know, Instagram reels and Facebook story? You know, have you, do you spend time in any of that? Or are you mostly dialed in on, on, on YouTube and, and I don't want to be distracted with the other stuff. So year to, year to date, it's been mostly YouTube. Although last year, I started inviting people to follow me over on Instagram. So like, hey, if you guys enjoy this video, uh, follow me over on Instagram, because I'm putting out insights into Orlando every single day, the stuff that doesn't make it into these videos. Yep. And I tell you what, the, con the, the funnel now becomes, people follow me on YouTube, they subscribe, they follow me on Instagram, and then they follow me for sometimes a year and a half, two years, and then reach out. Yep. on Instagram, yep. and they're like, hey, we've been following your YouTube journey for a really long time. It yeah. seems like you're a legit guy. We want to work with your team. Yep, love that. So would you, you probably were backstage thinking like, man, this is, this is good stuff in terms of the image that you portray and the message that you're putting out is so important. It really is. I mean, that, you, you just confirmed that in your realm of video, yep. the image that you're portraying and the, and, the, and the person that you are showing, social media and, and YouTube, so forth that you are, is what's causing people to follow and to like and, right. to, and to now, of course, engage and, and reach out to you directly. Yeah, that's, so that's one of the, beautiful things about video too and social in general is that like they've already you, you hit it on the head where you said it used to be that 
afterwards you'd follow up with your reviews and all that other stuff. Yep. They've already done all of that. Yeah. So like they're so bought in now. I like when I go on a listing presentation, I'm almost almost always the only one. Mm -hmm. Or if they're asking us to buy a house, it's yep. not because we're a commodity at this point, where they're talking to ten other Zillow yes. agents. Isn't that they're interesting? Like, we want to work with you. Yeah. Isn't it interesting how that shift, how that has shifted? Now, don't get me wrong. There's still clients that meet with you know five, six, seven, oh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But because they have so much at their fingertips today, and because they can do so much research today, they don't have to meet with five agents anymore, yeah, exactly. right? They can eliminate a few of them as they go, right? Yeah. You, you finish setting an appointment with one, you better believe they're, they're doing some research on you and deciding whether they're keeping that appointment or not. Yeah. So fast forward to today, right now. Now, I know you mentioned if somebody w didn't want to do the video editing themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, can you do video editing through YouTube also? Uh, you can you can edit it once it's up, but not really much. It's like clipping out a couple things back yeah. and forth. But I, I was using like iMovie for free on my Mac. Yep. There's obviously Adobe Suite you can use, which is like again, it's it's a whole process yep. to learn. And if you're not a super creative person to begin with, I would go hire somebody. Go hire somebody. Yeah. And you and the and the company you mentioned was Upwork. Is there other ones that you would recommend when it comes to video editing specifically? Like Fiverr has it to where you can hire people as well. It's not for five bucks. They'll upcharge you to like sure. maybe a hundred bucks a video. But still, I think the time that you're getting back to be able to go either shoot more content or spend yep. time with your family or whatever it is yep. is worth it. So Fiverr or Upwork, Upwork. Any others that come to mind? Those are the top two. And today, I would imagine you probably have someone in-house that's doing it? Yeah, so every Thursday, we're time-blocked. I've got a guy who's like on staff, part-time. Yeah. Uh, so from 8.30 to 12.30 every Thursday, we shoot content. And you've got a schedule? We do. How do, you do. how do you come up with the ideas today for the content you shoot? We heard about kind of the early days. Yeah. How do you come up with it today? Because, of course, I know what it's like. Hey, the videographer's gonna be here from this time to this time, so we're gonna have a full schedule. We're gonna maximize this, right? Yeah. So how do you come up with what you're gonna do during that time? So I think that for us, luckily, there's always new areas popping up here new communities so there's always new tours I can do but then once you get going and you're consistent I always I would call it the repeater video so you go back over the past year and look at what video did well and I'm actually just gonna refresh that Got so it. like we're consistently going back and redoing the top five reasons to move to Windermere or living in Windermere um, just making it new and fresh do you do you name them differently yeah so let's talk about that for a second because I know that that is a little secret sauce yeah. in the video world the actual name the title the description so what are some things that you've learned through that process that get you you really good results with your video views specifically yeah. because of the titles or because of the descriptions yeah so I think like if you did an amazing I've got a good friend of mine in Calgary who only does home tours he's got you know 15,000 viewers big agent right mm -hmm. but he you know he does these condo tours or luxury home tours he doesn't name them one two three main street tour yep right as the title of the yep. video it's like luxury home in Calgary, or yep. luxury condo overlooking blah, 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 right? It's something that people would actually would, search. People that would Google that. Yeah, and yes. so there's a lot of tools out there that you can use. My yeah. favorite is TubeBuddy and Morning Fame are the two, and you can actually see how much traffic is getting, and that's how we actually create all of our videos. We can start repeat, with the title. Can you repeat those two resources you just shared with us and tell us what they do? Pretend we don't know anything about yeah. it. Yeah, so TubeBuddy is essentially, um, we'll do analytics on your channel. So I post a video and it'll tell you, here's how you screwed up, here's how you did well, you know, so that you're kind of like Monday morning quarterback, right? Yep. Morning Fame allows you to do title research where you can say, okay, I'm thinking about this title or this yep. video that I'm gonna shoot, is it good or not based on traffic out there? And that's called Morning Fame. Yeah. And so it'll actually tell you based on what the title is, whether it'll have success or not. Correct. Yep. So you're using that. What about the actual description or anything else that goes along with a YouTube video to yep. help or, or that could hurt your results? So, so there's two things. Uh, the description, the first 200 characters of your description goes along with your title, essentially. So you wanna tell, basically reiterate your title in those first 200 characters in some way. So if you're doing a video on moving to Austin, 
the first 200 characters should be like, have you ever thought about moving to Austin? Yep. Right? And then you could just kind of go the rest of the way and just knock it out. Um, using hashtags in your description also is this thing that YouTube used over the past year. So if, you're gonna, if your title is moving to Austin, mm -hmm. put a hashtag down at the bottom, moving to Austin, it'll show up and help you with SEO juice. Got it. Okay. So adding hashtags to the descriptions on YouTube will help. Yep. Got it. Not that that's different than tags. Yep. So that's like down at the very bottom. Tags are just not as used anymore. Okay. Um, but it's, it's a very similar system. So talk to us about tags. Uh, why aren't they used anymore? And, and if, they're not, if they're not being used as much, are you still using them and why? Yeah, so it's like just, if you were gonna get, you, there's a list of things you need to do right first, tags is almost last. Yep. And so the, the title, the description, the thumbnail are massively important. Title, description, thumbnail. Mm -hmm. Meaning the thumbnail is the, the image photo. on the video before yeah. they hit play. Yeah, exactly. So you, this is the other thing, is if you create this amazing video and you're super proud of it, mm -hmm. but your, 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 your photo is just whatever random one YouTube allows you to, you know, yeah. they pick for you. A random one, yeah. Which is just a screenshot of something of the video. Correct. You're not gonna get the click-through mm -hmm. and people won't click to watch. And so if-, if why, And why is that? Why will that hurt your click-through? If, the, if you're just letting YouTube grab one and it's just a picture of your face kind of messed up because you're in the middle of saying something. Yeah, so it's a, it's a psychology thing, right? So like if you're, if you're trying to stop the scroll, right? So if someone's scrolling through YouTube looking for moving to Sarasota, what's the video that's best in their mind going to give you, them the best experience? So that thumbnail is essentially drawing somebody in on the experience of what they're going to watch. Yep. And then you, it's up to you to actually have good content to keep them there. And in the thumbnail, do you put the title also or abbreviated version of the title? An abbreviated version, yeah. Yep. So usually no more than three to four words. Yep. That's one thing you got to remember, you're optimizing for mobile. So like if you're on your big computer screen and, it, and the thumbnail looks amazing and it's got all these words in it, by the time it gets onto the camera, it's tiny. Yep. So you got to make sure that you know, you got some really poppy looking words. Yep. Yep. So, so no more than three to four words in the thumbnail. What about the title? The, I mean, we talked a little bit about catchy titles. Is there any rule or any, any things that you've learned about the, the do, you know, do this or don't do this when it comes to the title? of the videos? Yeah, I think, again, just doing something that goes against the SEO in regards to, like, if, are people actually going to be searching for this title? If you go yep. against that, then you're not going to show up. So yep. uh, the other thing would be watch time. So, like, the fourth of the five that I talk about, watch time is huge. So that's actually during, how long do people actually watch the video? So, yep. and YouTube docks you. If you have a 10-minute video and people are only watching two minutes of it, it's a bad video. Yep. If you're watching six, seven minutes, they know like, oh, this is somebody we want to help push, and yep. they will help you show back up in the rankings. So how do you do that? How do you get yeah, I was going to say, video? so how do you have a higher yeah. percentage of watch time? So a lot of times video, especially realtors, are very weird about this. They're like, hey, I'm Ken Posick with Keller Williams, and I'm the most amazing agent in the world. So if you want to buy a house or sell a house in Orlando, make sure you watch this video. Mm -hmm. How often do you think people are going to watch the rest? They're not. They're not. And so you want to have that hook in the beginning that has nothing to do with you. Yep and then deliver on it yep. along the way, yep. providing value for the watcher. Yep. So can you give us an example of a couple hooks that you've used that you've had success with? I think it's just whatever the title is. It's like, hey, so today we're gonna talk about the top five reasons to move to Orlando. You might've heard a couple of them and maybe you haven't, so make yeah. sure you stay tuned, right? And then we get right into it. Yep. And at the end, I use the Gary Vaynerchuk sort of jab, 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 right hook, which is like value, 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 value. And at the end, I ask for the business. So if yep. they've watched a eight minute long video, mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, listen, if you got any value out of this, make sure you hit the subscribe button. And if you're looking to buy or sell a house anywhere in Central Florida, I want to be your real estate resource of choice. Yeah. My email is, and that's it. 
what would be the benefit of them? I mean, I know the benefit to you of them hitting the subscribe button, but how do you convince them yeah. to subscribe? What is the, I, I, I've always felt like it, it has to be a compelling reason for me to click that button other than just one cool video. Yeah. So how do you convince them to hit the subscribe so that way you have more YouTube followers? So depending on the bucket for me and the bucket, we've got like three different buckets, people moving to Orlando, kind of people that already live here and then something else real estate related. Uh, and so if it's like a food review, like, hey, if you enjoyed this food review and you want to see more, we're putting out videos just like this every single week, so make sure you hit the subscribe button. Mm -hmm. And that usually does it. So giving them, giving them value, giving them more of what they've already watched. Obviously, if they made it to the end, what yeah. you're saying is they were interested or they, they liked your personality or they liked what you had to say, so they're more likely to subscribe. That's right. So you're always waiting to the end to get them to subscribe, or are you talking about subscribing in the beginning as well? So we have like a little graphic that pops up halfway through the video, mm -hmm. but for the most part, I don't say anything about it till the end. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay, good. So uh, in, in our last few minutes together, if, if I'm thinking about you know, what I'm going to hear over the next three and a half days includes a lot of talk about video. Um, why YouTube? And if not YouTube, what other type of video should be, I be considering? So I, we chose YouTube to go all in on other than like TikTok or Instagram just because it's evergreen. Like you can create evergreen content that's going to get found for years. Like I don't know about you, but if I was looking for the best restaurant in Orlando, like you probably get some of you guys did that when you moved, when you came here to town, right? Yep. Did you go to TikTok first to search best restaurant in Orlando, you went to Google, yep. right? Or, or Yelp or something else, right? Yep. So us, since YouTube's owned by Google, we're gonna go on all of that because it's evergreen content that people yep. aren't just going to uh, forget. Makes a lot of sense. And so do you also mess with, and I know we talked about this a little bit ago, but I, I wanna finish with this discussion. Um, are you taking your skill set? Because your skill set in video is obviously, you know, cream of the crop. Are you taking that to other platforms outside of YouTube? Are you dabbling in some of the other resources available, such as Instagram Reels or Facebook Story and some of the new stuff? Yeah, so um, that's, that's 2022 is like, we're big on that. We're gonna keep doing YouTube exactly the way we're doing it. Got it. And we're gonna add on more of it as a brand building yep. than, like lead, YouTube is lead gen for us. Yep. The rest is brand building. So once we get them into our cycle, how do I keep them there and keep them engaged? Yeah. That's our goal. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to watch that journey for you. I know it'll be a successful one. Anything sure. else that we haven't talked about yet that you want to make sure that you share as it relates to your success with video or anything that the, the audience should do or do not? Yeah, I think um, when you think about video, you think about the commitment, the time commitment, all these other sort of things, and you're like, is this just to get leads? Yep. It's not, it's so much more than that. Like really, if you nail video, everything else becomes easier. Mm -hmm. Like in our, in our part, like not only do people reach out to us to buy and sell, yeah. but people want to join our team like crazy. Like I've got, I don't have a prospecting problem to, uh, for talent anymore. Mm -hmm. I have a constant full of pipeline. Sure. If you want to get known to be like the person in your city, video is the way to do that, right? Yeah. You sending out your canned email to whomever is not gonna do it. Yeah. But getting to be known as your place in, yeah. with video gets you more agent referrals, gets yeah. you all that stuff. I gotta believe it also helps with your conversion a lot, as oh, you mentioned, yeah. right? Because they've already, they've already watched a video or two. And forget about the fact that they're, even if they don't call you because of video, right? You're not gonna have a million come list me's the first year that you dive into this. No. but you might notice yourself all of a sudden converting more listing appointments mm -hmm. because of your, 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 your presence yeah. and your image on YouTube versus the other agents that they're interviewing. Yeah, I mean, that's part of our pre-listing package as well. Like it's all done via email. Like, hey, by the way, you're, you're, you're living, you live in Windermere. Here's another couple of videos to kind of show you the content that we put out and yep. how we attract and it makes it a little bit different than what the other agents are gonna do. And they inevitably always mention it on the listing appointment. Awesome. Ken Posick, everybody, let's hear it for him. Thanks. Thank you, sir. Good job. Good stuff. Thank you. Let's hear it for him.
Thank you for taking your time to join Jeff and Ken today on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast. To get started on having an unreal business, take the real estate self-assessment. After you complete the assessment, a member of Glover U will get on a call with you to create an action plan to improve your score. Go to www.gloveru.com self. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Search for Live Unreal with Glover U on iTunes, Podbean, or Spotify and subscribe today. Until next time.